Welcome to today's Word of Mom Radio here on the Word of Mom Media Network. I'm your host, Dory DiCarlo, and you know we are here week after week, show after show, breaking those myths that mompreneurs and businesswomen, especially those of us building our businesses from home, that we're just dabbling in between bake sales and getting our nails done, we're not. We are smart, we are savvy. And we are sharing the wisdom of women in business and in life. And I'm looking forward to bringing today's guest in. Tabitha Crocker is a membership coach and founder of Present Profitable Mom. She's passionate about empowering mom entrepreneurs to earn consistent, sustainable, scalable revenue, doing the work they love in about 10 hours a week or less with your littles by your side. She's obsessed with the power of membership models and community. As a mom, you shouldn't have to choose and chase your little kids and big dreams. You can be a profitable entrepreneur and a present mom without guilt or burnout. Tabitha is a blogger, course creator, and coach. She earned a BA in psychology and a master's in business and has leadership experience in the corporate world. But most importantly, she has time for herself and her family too. And I love that. So, Tabitha, welcome to Word of Mom Radio. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to chat today. I'm really looking forward to bringing you to our audience, and I would love for you to share your journey and let us know how you became so passionate about the power of community and and memberships. Yes, it has been a long winding one. I don't have one of those overnight success stories for you today. (laughs) But honestly, I don't think there's really any such thing if someone's giving you the real behind the scenes, the whole story, because everything that we do leads us to where we are. And so I started out just wanting to connect with other moms. I started a blog when I was pregnant with my son, just wanted to help other moms with tips and tricks around pregnancy. And for me, it was also a way to kind of digest my own learning and being an Enneagram too, if you're familiar at all, is I'm just super motivated by helping people. It makes me feel so fulfilled and satisfied. And so after doing that for a while, I realized this little hobby was a lot of work and um, I was missing the connection because I didn't know who was reading my blog. It it wasn't as interactive as I wanted it to be. I didn't know if I was really helping people or not. And so that slowly evolved into creating some digital courses. I started with a mini course and that was kind of the same thing because especially in this day and age, there are so many courses. People tend to buy them less than 10% of people actually complete the courses that they buy. And then worse yet, those people who complete it, who knows if they actually took action on anything that you taught in the course. And for me, I really need accountability in all areas of life. And I think a lot of us are that way. 
And so it really helps to have an accountability piece. And that's what I learned from creating the course. And everything sort of evolved until I actually created a membership basically because I felt like it was the one thing I hadn't tried. Because then I had also tried a one-on-one -on -one coaching, but I felt like sometimes it was kind of hard to bring the energy if it was just me and one other person. And I tried group coaching, but it was kind of hard with the start and stop. And then you're kind of group is changing all the time. And so then with a membership, it was just this amazing cohesive group. I have the mom CEO club, which is actually a productivity membership. So helping mom entrepreneurs from all walks of different businesses um, to help them, you know, manage their time and get organized and really have that sense of community and support and people who get what it's like to be a mom and an entrepreneur because being a mom is an experience you do not understand unless you've experienced it yourself. You don't understand it in the same way. And the same is true for entrepreneurship. And then the unique challenges of being both a mom and an entrepreneur is so particular that a lot of us, myself included, I have, I would say, no friends in real life that have an online business. I have a couple of mom entrepreneur friends with local businesses, but none of them with online businesses. So it became this incredible space where I could connect with moms who are just like me and really share strategies, support, believe it's possible. And I've had so much fun with this community. I've realized that I feel like it's the missing thing, the missing combination that people need, because I believe that a successful membership has the content, of course, the coaching is a piece of it, and then the community. And personally, whenever I hire a coach now, I don't hire a coach who doesn't also have a community because it is so powerful and there's tons of value. And I really think that we need all three of those things to be successful. What makes the membership model so different and why do you teach that? Because it has these key elements, because you have the content, so you are learning, you have the accountability if you've structured the membership the way that I believe it should be structured. So not only do you have the information and the impetus to take action, you have accountability for taking action. And if something's holding you back, like, oh, well, I learned this, but I'm not quite sure how to apply it to my situation, then you have a coach. You have coaching in there also to help you figure out how to apply what you've learned and take action because nothing changes if nothing changes. So this emphasis on taking action on the right things that are going to be income generating tasks in your business and happiness generating tasks in your life is what makes the biggest difference. I'm so curious as to how your model works. Yes. So I have uh, the content piece is critical. And so um, a lot of people, I think a, a myth around memberships is that you have to constantly create content, but actually you can, if you've been an entrepreneur for a while, you probably have a lot of content that you can repurpose. And I also think that bite-sized content is really important. So, you know, recording something where you're teaching for two hours 
is going to be less helpful than maybe 10, 15, 20 minutes where someone learns one thing and then giving them the action items so they don't have to figure out what the step is that they need to take. They know exactly what the next right step is. And then they have accountability, which you can layer in in a variety of ways. Um, in my membership, I have a check-in form. We have a monthly live Q&A where people can hop on to get their coaching and questions answered to help them if they're feeling stuck on applying what they've learned. And then also that community, they get feedback. Like I'm not just the expert and I don't know everything. And a lot of times the community is such a wealth of wisdom and maybe someone else in the community has a similar situation or something that worked better for this member than what I have experienced. Just everyone is so different and really crowdsourcing these ideas makes a world of difference. In speaking of differences, what makes you so different as a coach? I think it's, well, first of all, that I really, really care about people getting results. It's not going through the motions. Taking action is very important, but taking action in the right way, being busier is not going to help you. You have to be taking action on the right things. And that critical piece where you are actually getting results and there's the coaching and again, that community to help. And then I think the biggest thing in our psychology is that like Henry Ford says, whether you believe you can or you can't, you're right. And I think one of the most powerful things about being a coach is creating this environment that is so supportive where you can borrow someone else's belief in you that it's possible until you can believe it for yourself. When you look to your left, you look to your right, you see that other people are doing the thing that you want to do. It really squashes that self-doubt. I mean, it's just like when I go to a workout class or something. I used to do Stroller Strong Moms, which is a program for moms to work out. Like if I was like, oh, I can't work out. Like I've got a three-month-old and two-a-half-year-old. How is that even possible? And then I look to my right and I see someone with like six kids. I'm like, oh, well, I mean, I guess, I guess it's possible. <laughs> so just really seeing other people do it and bringing this positive, supportive community together. And really, I think something that's interesting is a lot of people assume that women can be catty. And I, I, that definitely happens sometimes, or do women really support each other in being successful? But one of the pillars is that we believe in community over competition, that there really is no competition because when you're an entrepreneur, your business is an extension of who you are and you are a completely unique individual. And even if your business is exactly the same on paper as a person next to you, it's going to be completely different because you are a completely different person. Because if you're not, you should include yourself in your brand. And then people are going to be attracted or repelled based on who you are. And that's a good thing because you don't want people who aren't the right energy. Like for my example, I believe in community over competition. If you're a super competitive person, you're not going to be attracted to me as a coach in my environment. And it honestly has not even been an issue because this group has stayed incredibly supportive and encouraging. And there've even been like people in my mastermind who leave my mastermind, for example, and they're still friends today. And we even had um, one gal who was in the mastermind and she left and she had her baby like six months later, we threw her a virtual baby shower. 
because you just get so connected and close and you support each other no matter what. And you just, I mean, for me, it's really about the connections and the community. And that's really what makes it feel so satisfying and fulfilling. It makes the journey more fun. And I mean, the networking is a huge part of it too. Like, who do I know that can help you and just helping and really supporting each other. And even if someone, for example, has never hosted a masterclass and then they go into the club, Hey, I'm doing this masterclass. You know, a couple people could at least show up and give you the support so that you feel like you're in a live environment and having those resources, those people to help you, support you, cheer you on, help you troubleshoot if you're having a struggle or a challenge to help overcome those. I mean, it's funny, our coaching calls, sometimes we talk about things like the challenges of finding childcare. It's not just business because when you're a mom and an entrepreneur, the motherhood, it's all so interconnected. I love that you are talking about community over competition. It's one of the reasons that I started Word of Mom Radio, Mm. because I feel that women really look at each other very often. They fall into that high school mentality of, "I I can't help you. What if you steal my boyfriend? What if they like you more than they like me? And the reality is there's enough to go around. Mm -hmm. Everybody can like everybody. Mm -hmm. And just because you are saying a coach, not every coach is going to connect with people the way you connect in your community. Some Mm -hmm. people are looking for a different kind of coach. It doesn't matter. There's enough people to go around and out there are going to be that community that fits you and your style. Mm -hmm. And I, so I love that you really are striving and stressing that community over competition, because we're not each other's competition. We really aren't. You know how many podcast hosts I've had on our show? I share podcast hosts all the time mm-hmm. because content is king and queen, you know, in <laughs> our side of the road kind of a thing. But it is so important for us to promote and support each other you can stand on that mountain and sing your song that's great but when you have a choir behind you and you're harmonizing you it becomes richer it becomes more fulfilling for everyone involved mm-hmm. you know so i love that you are doing that and what made you realize that community over competition is really what is going to drive people's business I had just learned from my own experience because I had found a few people who just were incredible cheerleaders who were quote unquote ahead of me in business. They'd been doing it longer, making a lot more money and just receiving their support made me feel so validated. And then just when I could go to them for help, it just was the most empowering feeling like, wow, like she is willing to help me and being in masterminds where I make those connections really found that those things were the things that made the biggest difference in my business and also helped me to enjoy the journey so much. Like I attended an in-person mastermind retreat in February this year. It was one of the most amazing experiences. I found my biz bestie. We voxer each other, our gratitudes every single morning. We're in super close touch and just made these really deep lifelong connections. These are the women that I go to. These are the people who help me and I get to help them. And it's just, yeah, it's just the most rewarding thing. On that note, 
We're going to take a quick break, say thank you to our sponsors, and we'll be back here in just a moment on Word of Mom Radio. In 2017, Unsilenced Voices was formed to help survivors of domestic abuse and gender-based violence worldwide. The organization currently serves Sierra Leone, Rwanda, Ghana, and the USA. In 2022, Unsilenced Voices gifted over $33,000 to survivors in the USA. And in Sierra Leone, there are over 26 young girls who have been rescued from sex trafficking and domestic abuse and now going through vocational training school in order to better their lives. We need your help. Donations are critical in order for us to continue our work. We also need volunteers to help with research and development. Please visit unsilencedvoices.org for more information. Again, unsilencedvoices.org. She is brave. She is bold. She is you. And we want to tell your story. Are you ready to share your journey with us on Word of Mom Radio? Go to wordofmomradio.com and register as a guest. We want to tell your story because when you win, we all win. Are you experiencing insomnia, brain fog, hot flashes, mood swings, and more? These are many of the symptoms women experience on a daily basis affecting the health of their brain and increasing the risk for dementias like Alzheimer's disease down the road. A healthy lifestyle can make a big difference for the health of the brain, but Brain Love Health took it further and created an innovative nutritional supplement, especially for women, to support us through this transitional time while also promoting better sleep and long-term brain health. Don't wait any longer to help your brain age well. Why let it deteriorate? The health of your brain is in your hands. To begin protecting it today, visit brainlovehealth.com. That's B-R-A-I-N-L-O-V-E-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. And we're back here on Word of Mom Radio. We're talking with Tabitha Crocker, who's the founder of Present Profitable Mom. And I want to ask why you feel that the membership model is better than the other business models for that consistent reoccurring revenue in your business. Because it is reoccurring every month naturally. If you do a one-on-one -on -one coaching package, then it's just kind of this one thing and then it falls off and it's done, whether it's a one month or a few months. Or if you sell a course, like the example that I like to use is if you had, um, let me see if I can do these numbers off the top of my head, a 10K month goal and say whatever your price point was for your course versus a membership was the same and you sold, say you had to sell 100 courses or 100 members into your membership that month to reach your 10K month goal. So that 10,000 or that, sorry, that 100 courses would be done. And then the next month, you would have to sell 100 courses again in order to make your financial goal versus the membership. You don't have to sell anything else and you automatically make that that sale on 100 members again the next month. And if you do make more sales, it just builds and builds and accumulates. So it's kind of that concept of compounding income. You get that 
reoccurring and then it compounds anything. Of course, there is some churn. So that is assuming a 0% churn rate, which is amazing. And of course, not realistic. But the point is, is even if you have some churn, it's not going to be a 100% churn, which is basically what you get if you sell 100 courses, you have a 100% churn, you've got to sell 100 courses the next month versus the membership, you already have 100 sold and you can choose to sell some more. But that is putting your sales on autopilot, basically sell once and then make that income every single month. How is being that mom, that heart-centered entrepreneur, how does that work for you? For me, it is really about acting in a way that is consistent with how I want to live my life and my dream ideal day. So I start as I mean to go on. So I don't want to work hours and hours and hours and sacrifice everything for the first few years of my kids' lives in hopes that it'll be easier in the future. I want to make sure that I have the time to work in my business in a way that is really powerful and an amount of time that works well for me, and then have plenty of time to be a present mom and enjoy the journey as I go. So for me, I'm an early riser, and I actually started this when my kids were younger. They're four and seven now, and so I probably, uh, my son's in kindergarten. My daughter has preschool two mornings a week, so I do have those two preschool mornings. I could probably, I, I do work sometimes during those blocks, but I started the routine of working 5 to 7 a.m. before my kids wake up when my kids were young so that I could do that powerful work in the first two hours of the day, which makes you feel amazing, by the way, like you feel like you can do anything because you've accomplished something before most people have even waken up. And then I have the whole day to spend time with my kids. Like that was another thing I didn't like about trying to do the coaching because like one-on-one -on -one coaching, I had to fit that into my day. And I have one distinct memory of a friend and I, we were at the park with our kids and I had like a 1 p.m., one-on-one uh, -on -one session with a client and my friend started crying and she just was really concerned that her and her husband were going to get a divorce. And anyways, we were in the middle of this like really deep conversation and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, do I have, like, I've got this appointment with this client. And so like, I ended up like, it ended up that our conversation ended up wrapping up. She had to go. And so I was able to like go and be on time for my coaching call. But I didn't like that pressure of like, I have to get home. This is why I didn't want a job. I don't want to have to be somewhere and have to do something. I like the flexibility. And I do, I try to schedule things usually before my kids wake up too, so that I'm not running back home and have that pressure and really just working the time that I want to work, doing work that I love, trying to outsource the things that I don't love, and then making sure that that power of connection and community is a piece of what I do every single day. So why do you believe that it's important to begin with the end in mind? I think that is the only way to go. Otherwise, you are on a wild goose chase, basically. If you don't know what it is you want, I think it's an Alice in Wonderland. If you don't know where you want to go, any road will get you there. <laughs> um, so it's just so critical because it also helps you reverse engineer the steps to get there from here. So if you don't know where you're going, you don't know what the next right step is. You don't know if you're in alignment. You don't know if you're on the right path. You can fall into the busy work. You can fall into working really, really hard and not getting anywhere. So when you know the end 
point, very crystal clear on your goals, then you can reverse engineer those steps and you know the next right step. And then you can intentionally decide. It's not like every single thing, like, it's not like I never fall into doing busy work. You know, you just evaluate, you know, I'm like, okay, like this graphic, probably I don't need to spend an hour doing it, but I don't know. It sounds kind of fun today whatever, I'm going to work on these graphics, but I know that's not necessarily an income generating task. And while it might be supportive of my journey, it's not directly on the path. So it gives you a lot of clarity in how you're spending your time and having the confidence in knowing that you're taking the next right step to get where you want to go. So for you, Tabitha, what do you think your strengths as a coach and a membership guide are? For me, I think it's definitely my optimism. I'm relentlessly optimistic, um, which might annoy some people, but I guess those aren't my people, right? Because I can see the bright side of anything. And I really do believe that everything happens for a reason and that there is no such thing as failure unless you fail to see the lesson, that it's really all a journey in learning. And I think that reflecting and seeing what the lesson was so that you can not repeat the pattern that didn't work for you so that you can tweak and refine and move the needle toward where you want to go. And I think it's so important to not predefine things for people. They get to define what they believe success is. They get to decide what their end goal is. And then as a guide, I just help you to stay on track with what is true for you, what you want. I would never guide someone like, oh, this is the way you have to do things to be successful. It's that you have to do what feels good for you in a way that feels good for you. Otherwise, it's unsustainable because the consistency is the name of the game. And if you start something, this goes again to why you want to start as you mean to go on, because if you start something, it's just like crash dieting. If you like, you know, don't eat for a day, that's unsustainable, you know? So you've got to begin with the end in mind and make sure that you start as you mean to go on so that you can be consistent and make sure that you're super intentional with doing it in a way that feels good so that you can keep going. And that doesn't mean it's all like rainbow and butterflies every single day, but overall you're like, you know, even if you're tired one morning, you're like, well, I still love to do this thing, even if I don't want to at this exact moment sort of a thing. I love that. And it's a great way to wrap this up because I think everyone as entrepreneurs, mompreneurs, business owners, you get that burnout space. And sometimes we forget to give each other permission and ourselves permission. Mm -hmm. You know, at a regular job, you get to call in sick. You get to take your personal days. You need to give yourself that grace in your business too. Mm -hmm. If this stops becoming fun for you, <laughs> you know, then go get a job. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. you have to really, and, and part of that is giving yourself permission to unplug and things mm -hmm. like that. So I, I community over competition and consistency is the name of the game. Take those away with you today. Please <laughs> take those away with you today. So as we're wrapping up, what do you want to leave everybody with Tabitha? And please let them know how to reach out to you. Yes. I think the biggest takeaway is just that 
it's possible if you believe it's possible and you've got to do what you need to do to believe it's possible for you. And I think that a huge part of that is really finding a community that has similar values that you can really relate to and trust and open up to and be vulnerable in order to receive the help that you really need, which is a whole nother episode <laughs> that sometimes um, women we in general can struggle with. But if you enjoy these topics, I have the Present Profitable Mom podcast, as well as my website is uh, www.presentprofitablemom.com. I also have a free masterclass if you'd like to learn more about the power of the membership model. And it's presentprofitablemom.com backslash MSM hyphen masterclass. All of Tabitha's links are going to be live on wordofmomradio.com. I encourage you to reach out to her and become part of this community. It is a wonderful community and I really love what you are doing. I really do. And again, community over competition. It is how we are going to build the life that we're dreaming of. So I love this. Thank you so much, Tabitha. I really appreciate you bringing not only your work, but your spirit to Word of Mom Radio, the sharing, what you are doing and how you are making a difference because it's a great difference that you're making. So thanks again for being here with us today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been our pleasure. And for all of you tuning in, thanks for being here with us. We're going to close out with our fabulous theme song, from Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers. So till next time, this is Dory DiCarlo saying go out and create a marvelous you. Bye for now. She is sure, she is sure, she is strong, she is strong, she is true, she is true. She is brave, she is brave, she is bold, she is bold, she is you, she is you, she is you, she is you, she is sure, she is sure, she is strong, she is strong, she is true, she is true. you.